Hey everyone, and welcome to A Nurse to Champion Nurses. I'm your podcast host, Gentry. I'm a registered nurse, and I work in the intensive care unit. I have a passion for my fellow nurses, doctors, and anyone in the healthcare profession. Our jobs demand so much of us that burnout seems to be inevitable. In this podcast, I want to help us discover ourselves through personality development, faith, and healthy living so that we can decrease burnout, improve our work environments, and create healthier, happier medical professionals. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, overworked, exhausted, and on the brink of quitting, welcome. This is the place for you. Hey everyone, I'm really excited to be back podcasting again. I really just took a step back from it in 2023 because the year's just been a banner year of a bunch of crap. (laughs) And I didn't have the emotional bandwidth um, or even just the mental capacity to really sit down and craft episodes for this podcast. It's still something that's really on my heart, though. So I'm excited to to be back um, to start a new season My goal is still the same. My goal is still to help healthcare professionals decrease burnout, find control of their, um, you know, self-care, things like that. Um, But I am going to be doing things a little differently, just kind of a redefining of what the heart of the podcast is. Something that I left out initially when I was writing all of these is my faith, and I left it out for for a couple of reasons. One, I was kind of deconstructing this all this stuff from an evangelical past, things that were that are not from the heart of God. So it was hard for me to really discuss my faith because of that, because I was genuinely asking, what do I believe? what What is the heart of Jesus? Like, I need to know his character. So there was that. I was also concerned that, Healthcare professionals may not be interested in hearing about my faith because they themselves believe differently. And I realized I cannot genuinely and authentically create something that does not involve God for me because he is such an integral part of my life. And I'm still working through some things that I um that I'm kind of just breaking down, breaking apart, deconstructing about my faith. Um, But ultimately, I'm in a much better place than I have been in a long time spiritually. And I'm excited to share that. I'm excited for that to be a part of this podcast. So with that said, whether you are a believer or not, my goal is still to, to bring some peace and bring some joy to those who are in healthcare to help decrease burnout, give you just a little boost of something in your day. So I am going to talk about something that has been rolling around in my head for months and months now, and that is this concept that is there a difference between being deserving of something and being owed something? If you'd asked me that six months ago, I would tell you no, that they're one and the same. But I don't think that anymore. And here's why. I was on the phone with my sister uh, about six months ago. And she told me, you know, she was just kind of going over some marriage stuff, uh, just sharing a few things with me, not in great detail, but just kind of sharing some frustrations. And she said, but you know what? I'm waking up every morning 
with this concept that I am not owed anything by my spouse. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She goes, well, my spouse doesn't owe me anything. I'm not owed an apology. I'm not owed his love. I'm not owed anything. And initially I was kind of irritated by this. because I was like, well, but you deserve an apology. You deserve love. You deserve his kindness, his empathy, all of these things. So it got me thinking, is being owed something the same as being deserving of something? And it brought me back to part of my deconstruction of my faith. And I've shared this before in my podcast, but I'm going to share it again because it just keeps circling back to the same thing. And that is, I struggled so much with this sense of unworthiness. And it started from a very young age. It started in the church, not necessarily from my family, but very much in the church where I was told the gospel, which is you're a sinner, you're deserving of nothing. And just the fact that Jesus deigned to die for you, you know, so that you can have eternal life. Well, you just better count yourself lucky, little missy. That was the message that I internalized for 30 years of my life. And I look back on like mission trips that I did and I cringe because we told people, you're a sinner. You're a sinner. You're not worthy of anything. And I'm even in those days when I didn't really understand my worth, I would just cringe at the thought of why are we telling people the love of Jesus and yet we're telling them that they're sinners and they're awful and they deserve hell? <laughs> what is that? I, I just, it never set well with me in my spirit. And I would always kind of cower away from, quote, sharing the gospel because I just didn't agree with the way it was being done. So as I kind of sat down with the Holy Spirit and decided I really need to deconstruct some things in my life because this evangelicalism, if you will, has not been good for a lot of us, especially those of us who are millennials. Um, more and more millennials are leaving the church and it makes perfect sense because we are tired. We're so tired of the message that we are unworthy of the love of Jesus, that our sin, you know, makes us damned to hell for all eternity. The message itself isn't wrong. Sin does separate us from being with the Father. That is true. But this concept of being unworthy is not true. Like, it really and truly, if you read the scripture, it's it's not... God doesn't t tell us, you horrible, ungrateful, disgusting creatures. In fact, it's the opposite. Look at all of his interactions with Israel. Like, okay, you guys messed up again, but man, I love you. I love you so much. I want you to have all of me, all of my love. The message of the gospel is not condemnation, but freedom. The message of the gospel is being worthy. So as I sat down with the Holy Spirit and just was so frustrated, I just didn't want to read the Bible. I didn't want to listen to any pastors. I was angry. And the Holy Spirit just met me where I was at. And he goes, it's okay. You don't have to read right now. I'm not forcing you to read. I'm not forcing you to go listen to your pastor. I actually would like some time with you, just you and me, just the two of us. 
I was like, oh, okay, I think I can do that. He said, you're angry at me. You're angry at the person that you call Abba Father, Daddy God. So let's start there. <laughs> let's start with your anger. I want to meet you in your anger. And he did. So I went through like this series of questions. Um, and each one, I just drilled down further and further and further and got to the heart of just this sense of deep unworthiness. I mean, it spread into every aspect of my life, my career, um, theater, any, anything I did. I, I was a figure skater for 10 years. It, it, it overflowed into that. It overflowed into friendships. And I just had this deep sense of unworthiness. I'm not worthy of a spouse. I'm not worthy of children. I'm not worthy of a good job. Horrible things. And it got to the heart or I got to the heart of the question with the Holy Spirit of where did this come from? And he said, it came from the message of the gospel. And he said, let's go back to Adam and Eve. Let's go back to the very beginning. And he asked, do you think that Adam and Eve were originally created in worthiness? Were they originally created worthy enough for me to walk and talk with them? And I was like, well, duh, yes. And then the Holy Spirit was like, so then do you not see yourself as worthy? And I, was, I said, no, like, why on earth would I be worthy of that? And he kind of paused and waited for me to kind of get there myself. <laughs> and I did. I was like, wait a second. If I'm so unworthy of God's love, then why did God send Jesus to die for me? And if, if you hear background noises, I have the loudest upstairs neighbor. I swear I don't know what this man is doing. I swear he bowls up there. <laughs> so if you hear random noises, I apologize. I, I don't even think I can edit those out. Anyway, I digress. So Adam and Eve, were they, were they worthy? Yes. Am I created worthy? And now my response is yes, because... Why would God send his only son to die for me if I were so disgusting and unworthy of his love? It makes no sense. The opposite is what's true. I am so worthy of the love of God that he sent his son to die for me. And it is true that sin separates us from him. That is truth. And we've all messed up. So yeah, we are all sinners, but that we are not our sin. Sin was a cloak we were wearing, and Jesus was able to rip that apart and take that off of us and say, you are, by my stripes, you are healed. By my blood, you are saved. You are clean and worthy of me, my kingdom, my kindness, my goodness, all of the fruits of the Spirit. And so this just completely changed my life. Like, I kid you not, I wept. I'm not talking like I cried. I'm talking outright on my hands and knees, ugly crying. <laughs> Had to call my counselor like, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> and she was so excited for me that I found this new realization that I am so worthy of the love of God. So when my sister was telling me that she's owed nothing, this kind of went against what I 
this epiphany that I just had. And so it didn't set well with me. I was like, I don't understand. And then a couple of weeks ago, it dawned on me that there is a difference between being owed something and being deserving of something. We can be deserving of something all day long and not receive it. And the expectation of receiving what we're worthy of then is entitlement, then is that deserving spirit. So for, for me, let's just let's just talk about the, the crappy work situation I was in. And it took me lots and lots of hours of counseling with a psychiatrist and a professional counselor um, to, to finally convince me that I was in a really unhealthy work environment and that I needed to leave. And I flat out just up and quit. Kid you not, I had no other job on the horizon. I just said, I'm done. I could sit here all day long and say I'm deserving of an apology from a handful of people that really wounded my heart. And that would be true. I am deserving of that. But I am not entitled to it. I'm not owed that. Being entitled to something means that you're manipulating the situation in such a way that you are getting out of someone what you think you are owed, and that is a spirit of entitlement. Being deserving and worthy of something is different. I doubt that I will ever receive an apology from these people, and I have to be okay with that because I'm not owed an apology from them. Deserve, yes. Owed, no. So it is my choice now to walk in forgiveness, and forgiveness is a choice truly like god says to forgive and forget but in truth as humans we're always going to have that voice in the back of our head that says well remember that time when like i don't know that we are fully capable of of truly forgetting um so we have to choose to walk in forgiveness we have to choose to control our thoughts and our mind and walk in that So that's when I realized what my sister was trying to say. She wasn't saying that she doesn't deserve something. She was saying she's not entitled to it. She's not owed anything. And we live in a society where we are so entitled, man. Like, I think it started with the boomers, but really got bad with um, millennials, eugenixers. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. Y'all are so silent. I don't even know. But I think millennials, especially, like there is this spirit of entitlement and it's not good. In fact, it's a nasty uh, demeanor to walk around with. So, how does this play into our practice as nurses, physicians, whatever your title is? What I'm trying to do is recognize that I'm not owed anything by my patients. I deserve boundaries. I deserve respect. Yes, but I cannot manipulate the situation in such a way that I evoke an emotion or an apology or whatever it is because I am not owed anything by that person. And I didn't even realize that I thought that because um, I grew up in a home where I 
had to show respect to everybody around me that there it didn't matter if I was tired it didn't matter if I was hungry it didn't matter if I was pissed off at the world I had to treat others with respect and that was especially enforced with healthcare. I could not be disrespectful to the doctor or the phlebotomist. It didn't matter if it hurt. You know, she told me, my mom told me, you can cry. You know, that's that's acceptable, of course. Like, I understand that it hurts. I'm so sorry. Um, but I could not lash out. So when I have a patient that lashes out and yells at me for no reason, calls me, you know, whatever name you want to throw out there, I'm triggered because I'm like, I, I am doing this uh, this job because I want to, not because I have to. And you treat me like this? Like, what is that? And I realize that's a sense of entitlement to some degree. Now, I think it's really important to set boundaries. Setting boundaries is not the same. Um, I think it's very important for us to say, I will not be spoken to that way. Or it looks like you're not willing to participate in your care right now. I will come back you know, in about 15 minutes and check back to see if you are ready to participate in your care. Separating yourself from a physically abusive patient, that's, you know, these are boundaries that are important because you deserve to protect your body. Uh, you deserve to protect your mind. Absolutely. But for us to expect every single patient to meet us with the same level of respect that we would show them is somewhat of an entitlement. I didn't even really realize that, and it—I don't like seeing that side of myself. Uh, but I do. I get—I get angry and frustrated when a patient is so rude and hurtful, and I'm like, "Dude, I am just here to serve you." Like a little respect would just go a long way. <laughs> and it's okay that I deserve that. And you know, we hope and pray that our patients give us that. Um, but to expect it or to manipulate the situation so that we receive that, that's entitlement. I hope that that makes sense um, because it's something that's really been profound for me, that I am trying to change my thought process on, you know, how, um, how I interact with my patients who are unkind, who are what I feel very unjust. Setting boundaries is an absolute must, but expectations of appropriate behavior in the sense that I, I am owed something that's not appropriate for us to, to, to really expect that. Um, and, and this is such a fine line because there is so much abuse, uh, for healthcare workers. Um, you know, especially after 2020, I don't know what happened, but man, the entitlement from the patients, whew, it's a lot. It is a lot to take in, and that's why I want to be very cautious in how I'm wording this because we do deserve respect, um, especially when it comes to an abusive, verbally or physically abusive patient. Um, so I'm hopeful that what I'm saying makes sense to you in that separate yourself from a spirit of entitlement, even though the patient may have a spirit of entitlement. You can't change that, though. You cannot change that. Only their heart can be changed um, if they so desire. So I hope that makes sense because it's helping me get through work days where you do have a difficult patient, you know, that they're just not respectful like we expect them to be. And I find that as I release this entitlement, 
I'm releasing um, a lot of my own insecurities, a lot of my own triggers. And and so it's been really helpful. I hope that you will find it helpful as well. Um, I hope overall that there was just like a little nugget or kernel of truth in this for you today that gave you peace, that gave you joy, whatever it is, because that's my heart's desire. Yes, I want to decrease burnout. I want to you know, give you tools to empower yourself to, to not get burned out. Like let's prevent it. But ultimately I want to bring a sense of peace and joy to your day. So that's my hope. I will be back um, with another episode in this second season. And I will be talking about the difference between joy and happiness. You might think that they're synonyms and according to Webster's they are, but I actually think they're two pretty different things. So with that said, I'll be back to post another episode. I hope this blessed you and I hope you have a wonderful day.